The virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it's Thursday, 1 September, the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, you're in the war room. Tonight is when uh, Joe Biden gives his uh, anti-fascist speech. The White House has been banging the drum all day. We're going to have Dr. Seb Gorka on a little bit on the show. We're going to go through all that. We're also planning, we're trying to track him down by phone. James O'Keefe is going to join us. Hopefully Marjorie Taylor Greene. People are catching planes are going over. Boris Epstein is going to join us by phone. Uh, what we have is the Irish working stiffs. We got Mike Davis and Steve Ben, who are always here for you. Just remember, we're always here. This is what the Irish do. Um, Mike, uh, today, that he had the hearing. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if there were fireworks or not. Uh, but where where do we stand on this? Because now the mainstream media is just constantly uh, the the talking points of the RNC are weak. Uh, Trump, nobody's really coming to Trump's defense. At the same time, their case is rece- receding into the background. It's now obstruction of justice. They're arguing about overdue library books. They're uh, this not going to happen. Nothing's going to happen until after the election. Uh, th- this looks like a classic misdirection play to let Biden uh, recalibrate his campaign, worried about getting blown out on November 8th. They had they can't run on their record. It can't, if it's a referendum on them, they're going to lose 100 seats, get blown out. So they have to make it about something else. They want this into, into the ether. But is there any legal case here, Mike Davis? Anything today change your opinion of what's going on? No, and it just it reaffirms what we've been talking about, Steve, on your show for the last nearly month. And it's Judge Cannon seems like she's inclined to uh, order the special master uh, to review these records. She wanted more detailed inventory. I think that she sees that the, the, the Biden Justice Department has abused the process with their lies and leaks throughout uh, this investigation. I think she's seeing through it. She didn't she didn't. Uh, she didn't have a ruling from the bench, which is not unusual. She'll do a written order in due time, and it, it seems like you know that she's going to take this in steps, not do anything drastic. She's going to be very careful, not her eyes cross her T's. But a special master is going to come in. What I don't understand about why is the Biden Justice Department so concerned about an independent person working for an Article Three judge checking their homework? Here's for our audience. It's pretty. It would be pretty extraordinary for a judge to rule on a special master and particularly this didn't happen immediately it did take a week or so for the trump lawyers to get organized on this it is it, how extraordinary a step it would be for her because i'm not a lawyer but wouldn't it show kind of like it, the court saying i'm not so sure we can trust doj or the fbi on this i'd like to bring in an independent third party that's absolutely what it is i mean she may not say that directly but if you think about it why should we trust 
Biden Justice Department or the FBI, the counterespionage section of the FBI, the National Security Division, the, the specifically counterespionage unit within the, the National Security Division of the Justice Department. They've been totally politicized and weapon, weaponized. The same people who ran the Russian collusion operation against Trump are now trying to cover it up. And I think they went to a biased judge, Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt, who's clearly biased. We've talked about this a lot on your show. He's biased because of his, uh, he recused on Trump's civil lawsuit against Hillary. And I think that Judge Cannon rightly is very suspicious of the Biden Justice Department, of the counterespionage unit of the FBI, the National Security Division, and Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt. And so, uh, you know, sunlight's the best disinfectant here. And uh, getting someone to come in and a neutral to come in, a special master who works for Judge Cannon, to, to make sure that there aren't shenanigans here. I, I think the Biden Justice Department should wel- welcome that instead of fighting it so ferociously. Mike, hang on for one second. Boris Epstein by phone. Boris, thank you for joining us. Mike and I are obviously the two mix that are working here hard today. We know, we know you're going to your beach house, so you call us by phone. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for taking time away to call in. Boris, talk to us about today. Talk to us what happened in this, uh, in the court down in, uh, in Florida. I wish I were going down to my beach house, but, uh, but today I'm actually, believe it or not, believe it or not, working. It's a busy day. There's no doubt about it. It's an honor to be with you, Steve, and with the War Room Posse. Here's where we stand. You have even Politico in the, in the last 20 minutes putting out a story that is praising President Trump's legal team effectively and saying that they expect for the judge to rule with the legal team. Now, we'll see if that happens. We obviously, you know, have to hear from the judge directly, but there's no doubt from what we understand from what happened in that courtroom today is that the, is the DOJ knows that they are off balance, knows that they've overreached, and they also know that the Presidential Records Act applies, governs, and has no, it has no enforcement mechanism whatsoever. By not having an enforcement mechanism, that means it does not allow, allow a raid, doesn't allow the break-in, and furthermore, President Trump was in compliance with all parts of the applicable, applicable presidential records act. So that's where we stand now. It, uh, you know, the, the President Trump and his legal team are thankful to the judge for, you know, thoughtfully reviewing these issues. And we, you know, we look forward to hearing from the judge on this vital, on this vital, uh, front regarding the special master. And then you, you, you will have from there, as the, as the lawyers said today, from there you're going to move to this rule 41 motion in which the president's uh, team are going to lay out in great detail, specificity, and strength just how wrong this warrant was, the search was, and the seizure was. That's where we go from here on out. But for now, a strong day, strong, strong presentation by the president's attorneys, including Jim Trusty and Chris Kyes, the two-time former Solicitor General of the state of Florida. It was a good day, and we look forward to more victories as we go forward. Let me, let me ask you, and uh, Mike, I'll come to you in a second because uh, our, our connection to uh, Boris a little uh, tenuous. Um, they did argue. Kyle Cheney is one of the authors of the of the of the piece you're talking about in Politico. It's the lead story in Politico. For anybody's near their computer or on their handheld device, judge considers temporary limit on DOJ access to Trump documents, and it is quite complimentary. But in the sub headline, they they make the point that the government lawyers argued there were evidence of three significant uh, federal crimes. Boris, what, what, what federal crimes do they talk about? I'll go to Mike Davis in a second, because 
according to Mike Davis, this is essentially the librarian for the archivist arguing over uh, about an overdue library book or a missing library card. Boris Epstein. Steve, I think what we they're just talking lost about yeah, is statutes which do not apply in this case at all. This is the continuation of the government's attempt to take the Presidential Records Act, which has no enforcement mechanism, and bolt onto an enforcement mechanism from these other statutes, which absolutely fully do not apply. And this was laid out in court today by Jim Trusty, the former head of the Organized Crime Division of the DOJ. We continue to have to have strength on that issue. And now, even have the DOJ saying, well, you know what, actually, the PRA does apply. And that was you know, on, on page two of their primal scream filing that they made on that, that they made on Tuesday. The, so as as you break it down, as you as you look at where we are right now on this raid, this breaking of the president's home, the only applicable statute, the PRA, says absolutely clearly. And by the way, the 2012 case, both you know, in front of Amy Berman Jackson, the, the Clinton stock draw case, they both state clearly and unequivocally that there is no. Option, no chance, no reason whatsoever for the DOJ to conduct this break-in of the president's home. We look forward to the judge's ruling on the special master and going from there. Uh, Boris, uh, last thing is about some politics. You know, uh, Biden takes the stage night. In the next hour, we're going to have a next the part two of our pre-buttal uh, with uh, Eric Prince. We have Bob Cordero, the top radio host from Scranton, uh, a really a, an incredible uh, crew. You're going to be very surprised about who we got up there. Um, but Boris, I got to ask you about the speech. Actually, the Zen master Jean Pierre, I think, walked it back a little bit today when somebody said, "Hey, there's 74 million people that voted for this guy." When you talk about the domestic terrorists and this problem, what if you're not talking about all of them? What percentage? Like how many millions? And they said, "Oh, no, no, no. What we're talking about is just certain elected officials." What is Biden's whole plan tonight? Is another misdirection play? This is a referendum on him. He won't talk about his record tonight. Except he got Janet Yellen wandering around, get, taking a vic, an economic victory tour at the Detroit Economic Club. What's your sense of this speech tonight? And what should Americans, and particularly MAGA, be looking for in it, sir? I think the speech tonight is going to be a disaster. It is going to be an attempt to further dehumanize MAGA, to dehumanize President Trump, and to do everything in their power to attack the president, President Trump, to attack America first to attack the war room posse, and it's going to only continue to underscore just how feckless, corrupt, and cynical the Democrats and the Biden regime are. You expect Biden, just like he did in the last 40 hours, to mumble and stumble through the speech to embarrass himself and to embarrass America while he, as our illegitimate leader, stands up there and attacks and derides a huge majority of the American people. Uh, Boris, uh, Bob Kader is going to be, on, like I said, the top radio host is in the next hour. One of the things is we talked about him coming on. He said uh, he wants to make sure everybody understands Biden, he doesn't think, got 275 people in a 375 auditorium. I think it was at Wilkes College. And they even had to get some kids there at the last second. 275 people. That was the total head count. He said Trump will get 15,000 on Saturday. Give us your assessment of Pennsylvania right now. In, in the president's momentum in Pennsylvania, particularly in this governor's and Senate race, sir? President Trump's heading to Pennsylvania on Saturday. He is by far the most powerful political figure in America and, and in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And that's, you know, and you've seen that in the polling on President, on president Trump specifically. And I believe that both Oz and Mastriano are, are continuing to be on the offensive, continuing to be ascendant. 
and I, you know, Fetterman being weekend at Bernie's over there, and Shapiro being one of the most radical AGs in, in really American history. I think they're going to be in big trouble as President Trump brings his political power behind MAGA candidates in Pennsylvania. Boris, how do people get to you on social media? No doubt about it. Tomorrow, I look forward to hopefully being on video. BorisCP.com is the website. Hot at BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on True Social at Boris. The hottest on the gram. Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. And all offense all the time. But Boris, are you sure it's not because I'm looking better right now that that's not why you're matching up with me on 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 Skype? I know, I got it. You run around. It's. I it's, promise it's you that, 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 that. I promise you that's not it. But you are doing a pretty good impression of yourself in your 20s. So congratulations on that, <laughs> Boris Epstein. Thank you very much. Let me go back Thanks, to Mike Davis. <laughs> Let me go back. Thank you, brother. Let me go back to a working stiff, Mike Davis. Mike, Kyle Cheney points out that the government argued. There are three fed significant federal crime evidence of three significant federal crimes. Now, Mike, you've told us from day one that's all nonsense. Why is the government's position? They get pretty smart lawyers over there at uh, at uh, at DOJ. Why are they arguing something that you say is nonsense, sir? They just have a total misunderstanding of the law, and I think it's a willful misunderstanding of the law because they wanted to be able to to justify this home raid on President Trump, this unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful home rate on President Trump so they can get back these crossfire hurricane records that are so damaging, uh, da damning for Obama, Biden, Hillary, Clapper, Susan Rice, the FBI, the intel community. So they're going to say whatever they want. All they would have had to have done when Merrick Garland was deliberating for weeks, he leaked out whether he was going to order this home rate. This is just walk down the hall to the Office of Legal Counsel in the Justice Department. OLC is the de facto general counsel for the executive branch. They could have gotten an opinion out of OLC. They almost certainly did not because OLC knows that there's that 2000, uh, there's that 2008 Supreme Court, or, uh, excuse me, this 1998 Supreme Court case, Department of the Navy versus Egan that says the president has the absolute constitutional power to declassify whatever he wants. Uh, and it doesn't matter what other statutes or regulations say. He has that inherent power as commander in chief. They know about this 2012 decision by the Obama judge that Boris was talking about where uh, Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch sued Bill Clinton. He had Eight years of audio tapes of his presidency in a sock drawer. The Obama appointed judge said under the Presidential Records Act, the president alone, the sole determination whether it's a personal record or a presidential record. But they know that they don't have a legal case here and they're, they're, they're toast. Just hang on one second. I'll bring you back just shortly after the break. Dr. Seb Gorker also joins us next in the war room. it's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, -N -N, to 989898. 
and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, we, we, we cover the diversion uh, because we have to, right? We must, because this has got to be defended, but it's clearly a diversion away from the signal of what the country's going through. So, Mike, you've been adamant and you've been straightforward and you cite references and, and precedent law, but you're a fair and even-handed guy. Has there been any argument that you've seen in any filing or even on TV or anything from America? Is there anything that you've seen from the government, including today, where they state in front of a judge there's evidence of three significant, significant evidence of at least three federal crimes? Sir, anything that's changed your position whatsoever? None at all. You can take it to the bank that President Trump had the constitutional power to declassify. He had the the statutory power under the Presidential Records Act to have these records in Mar-a-Lago, and you can't obstruct non-crimes. And you agree with me that obstruction of justice being the last refuge of a legal scoundrel that even now they're talking about it will be after uh, the November elections, and it'll be some, they're working on some sort of obstruction, they're dragging the attorneys into it, the young attorneys went through this, that this case, as in your eyes, fades from reality and gets weaker and weaker every day they make a presentation. Absolutely, no question about it. And it, you know, it's it is it's such a weak case, and it's it's what we talked about before, Steve. We need we need to have my former boss, Chairman Chuck Grassley, running the Senate Judiciary Committees, and that means Republicans, conservatives, they need to get out and vote. They need to hold their nose on candidates who they may not necessarily have liked the primary. They need to get out there for Blake Masters in Arizona, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, Herschel Walker in Georgia, Adam Laxalt in Nevada, uh, Ron Johnson in uh, in Wisconsin is facing a, a contested election. People need to understand that our country is on the line and they need to get out and vote, even if it's not the person who they wanted in the primary. It's so critical. I, I agree with you. In fact, uh, we're going to start doing some coverage. We've been doing coverage on the exact thing. It's just like 16. you got to come together. We'll fight all this after it, but we need Grassley in charge of judiciary. Is judiciary, I just want to make sure people understand the stakes. As chairman of the Judiciary Committee in the Senate, given he's as tough as boot leather and has got this Iowa kind of, not just values, but kind of common sense that comes from a farming community, uh, would he be able to get to the, the key that picks the lock here to me is OLC. Why they didn't do an opinion, why they either weren't brought into the loop, or maybe they were and people waved off. Could Grassley, as chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, be able to get to that, sir? Absolutely. The Biden administration will try to claim executive privilege, uh, but you know that, that didn't stop the January 6th Kangaroo Commission from going after Trump and all of his advisors. Um, G- Chuck Grassley, my former boss, is the best oversight person in Congress ever. He's been doing this for decades. He's the one who, who blew open the Russian collusion hoax. He will get to the bottom of this. Mike, how do people follow you on social media, particularly now in these critical days, and how do they get to Article 3? 
So article3project.org, article3project.org. It's at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth, and it's personal is mrddmi, at mrddmia. And thank you, Steve. Thank you for... Thank you for your great analysis, brother. Really appreciate it. Okay, Dr. Seb Gorka is going to uh, join us, but I want to play. we got a special cold open for Seb. Let's go ahead and play the cold open, and then we'll bring in Dr. Gorka. Going back to tonight's speech, obviously you said that the president's going to be calling out these lawmakers that are MAGA lawmakers in Congress, but you had 74 million people vote for Trump last time around. You said it's a small number that the White House believes are extremists. Can you give us an idea of ballpark? Are we talking... A million of that 74 million? Are we talking about 1%, 20%? What kind of number are we talking about? Well, I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about specifically of uh, MAGA office holders. That's what we're talking about. They're the Not ones. We're ta I'm talking specifically. I already answered this question uh, about how, um, you know, we feel like we've touched a nerve, right, when when folks are, are, are saying uh, that we're, we're trying to be div divisive or that we're talking about millions of voters. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about MAGA office holders. The in which this president is operating is certainly, I think, overshadowed at times by the former president. We see that on a daily basis, especially of late. But as we look ahead and what we're hearing from the White House uh, about the president's speech tonight, let's start with the venue, because often the venue is the message. The president speaking in front of Independence Hall behind me, in which he's really going to embrace this moment in history, talking about that great experiment that was launched uh, almost two and a half centuries ago, but one that is very much at stake still in this moment uh, and potentially even on the ballot this November. He's going to be speaking for about a half an hour and covering a lot of ground. White House officials insist that this is going to be an optimistic speech. He's going to be talking about some of the progress that has been made in this battle for the soul of the nation, especially talking about some of the bipartisan legislative wins we've seen over the course of the last year and a half, a lot of which we don't necessarily talk about on a daily basis. But he is then going to contrast what he says is still possible if Democrats independence and he'll make this distinction mainstream republicans work together versus what is at risk by the so-called extreme MAGA wing of the Republican Party, these election deniers, those who are embracing political violence, the kind of threats we're seeing on law enforcement is something the president will lay out in really stark terms tonight. And it's a speech, Hallie, that is informed. White House officials have been reminding me by a conversation the president had just about a month ago. He gathered some uh, presidential historians uh, to meet in the White House, and they really laid out in their view the fact that it is not hyperbole to say America's democracy is at risk. This is a president who heard that message that is one that has helped informed the writing of his speech and really underscored the necessity of even giving it at this moment with just under 10 weeks before voters go to the polls okay welcome we're going to bring in dr seb gorka uh, you know biden is about to get we're, we're all for democracy because we got the votes he's about to get a democracy the entire democratic party is going to get a democracy suppository uh dr gorka they're backing off now because they realized from what he did in Scranton, what he did the other night, where they smeared seven, not just 74 million people. I happen to think two-thirds of the country is really MAGA, right? Particularly on the referendum on Biden, what do you think of Biden? Give us your thoughts of the Zen master, Jean-Pierre, saying, no, 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 it's not 74 million. We're not talking about 74 million. We're, who, who mentioned that? Who mentioned he had anything about ultra-MAGA? Of course, the spokesman right there just admitted it. He's just talking about a few select... Uh, radical ultra MAGA uh, elected officials, Dr. Seb Gorka. 
Well, thanks for, for that special cold open from MSNBC. And it segues nicely with this article you texted me a few days ago that has you holding a rosary in one of the worst Photoshop photographs I've ever seen. I'd like to talk about that as well, Steve. But I know you love Kareen, uh, Madam uh, Non Sequitur par excellence. But what is what is an Omega office holder, Steve? I'm kind of lost. Are you a MAGA office holder? Am I a MAGA office holder? Do, do they know that we've left the White House and President Trump isn't the president? And the most risible, the most hilarious aspect of all was that list of bullet points. And the penultimate one was, no, this isn't a speech about President Trump. Of course it is. They've got nothing else to talk about. This is the demonization of half the nation. I think you're right. If you read Hillbilly Elegy like you told me to do when we were in the White House, you understand the majority, the majority of Americans love America. They believe in America first. And tonight it's going to be the doubling down, the tripling down of that I, I, I'd love to have been in the same room with you when she went basket of deplorables. When Hillary went basket of deplorables, that was it. MAGA was going to be a permanent force for good in America. Now we're going to take the basket of deplorables and they're going to turn us into fascists. When guess who the real fascists are? In what nation does the incumbent power used armed federal agents to raid the home, not simply of the last president, but also the man who will be running against the incumbent. There's one state that does that, fascist states. So the fascism is alive. It exists in America. It's in the Oval Office. It's in the DOJ. It's at the Hoover Building. It's at Langley. It's at the NSA. And tonight, you know, I think they're going to win the election for us even more. Forget the midterm wave. This is going to be the moment where apolitical individuals, people who don't see themselves as political, Steve, you and I, we eat, drink, and sleep this stuff. But tonight, there are going to be people who say, what? Did, did he just call me a fascist? Because I want my kid to go to school without a mask. Am, am I a fascist because I, I, I drive an F-150 that runs on gasoline? That makes me a fascist because I want to have an election day, not an election month. That makes me a fascist. And the last point, and somebody else said this to me today, and, 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 and I'm grateful for them pointing it out. For most Americans, you come from a military family, Steve. You, you served as well in the Navy. When you say fascism, it means one thing to most Americans. It isn't the Ur fascism of Mussolini, the actual man who invented the modern fascism. It's, it's Nazis. It's, it's Hitler. It's the man who stole fascism and gave it the ethnic spin that was the Third Reich. And when Americans are told that their fellow Americans are the same as the people who built the death camps, who executed the final solution against the Jews, that created the Lebensraum for the German people, they're going to say, no, you are the true Nazis. So, you know, bring, bring it sleepy, creepy, bring it Beijing Biden, because this may be the moment, Steve, where we guarantee that our old boss, President Trump, is going to stroll back into the White House January the 20th, 2025. Seb, can you hang on one second? I just want to hold yeah. you through the break. I know you're pressed for time. Uh, Dr. Seb Gorka joins us. Uh, we're going to continue on here. We're going to talk about the speech tonight where uh, Biden had said that he's going to talk about the rise of semi-fascism in the MAGA wing of the Republican Party. We ought to take a look 
in the primaries, about 80% of the voters have been MAGA voters. So it's clearly over 50 or 60 million folks. If you just do the math from the last election, it's out, absolutely outrageous. No one in American political history has ever done this. Short commercial break. Dr. Seb Gorka is going to join us on the other side, and we're going to talk about he's standing in front of Independence Hall with what that resonates to the American people. Short commercial break. We're going to return with Dr. Seb Gorka from Salem Radio Broadcasting, next in the world. Homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second. May already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com. Then simply enter your address for your free no obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free, no obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. Do this today. Take action. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I'm looking here. I've got Seb Gorka. Seb is going to join us now, but I'm looking here at Disclose TV. They've got a breaking uh, clip from the White House. We'll try to get up at Denver. Uh, White House. This is a quote from the Zen master, Jean Pierre. They asked her, what, 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 is, what, what do you mean extreme? What, what makes these MAGA people extreme? This is a quote, and I quote, When you are not with what majority of Americans are, then you know that is extreme. That is an extreme way of thinking. Let me repeat that. When you are not with what majority of Americans are, then you know that is extreme. That is an extreme way of thinking. Well, first off, that's absolutely wrong. But even that, we're the majority, the vast majority. So that makes them extreme. No, it doesn't. It means they have a, a another way of thinking that we believe is wrong. And, of course, certain elements of them are very extreme. Dr. Gorker, using, cloaking themselves in Independence Hall, what a desecration is that tonight for him to step forward and to call 74 million Americans fascists, sir? So let's just remember what this building is. This is where both the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution were debated and were adopted. If you're a decent human being, you should shun, you should make impossible an individual like former Senator Joe Biden ever stepping foot inside this building or giving a speech. This is an individual who 
made himself unfit for any public office when, as the chairman of the committee, executed the, quote, high-tech lynching of a fellow American. Why? Because he dared to be black and a conservative nominee for the highest court in the land. The fact that the man who tried to stop Clarence Thomas and Judge Bork is not only president, but he dares to show his face in the city of brotherly love outside the building where the the master plan, the blueprint for the greatest nation on God's earth was formulated, a nation that is based upon one principle above all else, liberty, the only country based on the principle of liberty because we are made in the image of our creator. And he dares to go there and then dehumanize tens of millions of his fellow Americans. It's like Gina Carano said in that now notorious Instagram post that got her canceled by Disney. The road to the death camps, the road to the gulag, start with this very simple dehumanizing of your neighbor. And tonight, that's what Joe Biden's going to try and do, Steve. This is why, by the way, the, one of the things that concerned about the White House said today was the increasing number of election deniers. That's because the evidence out there is so, and we've said this on the show, that people, as they get more and more into the details, they're going to understand that. And, of course, what what uh, it said was metaphorically, to stop it, you've got to beat them at the polls. They're so concerned about getting crushed in the midterm elections, that's why he's making the speech tonight to divert. That's what Mar-a-Lago is about, not about the referendum on him and his policies. Seb, real quickly, I know... This, I sent it to you because the Christian nationalism, they're, they're completely freaked out about this. Give us your assessment of that. that, that, that these, there's now articles popping up every day. They're so freaked out about Christian nationalism. What are your, what's your, what's your well, thoughts? Well, you know, you, you don't send me articles very frequently. So when last week you sent me this article after I had my surgery and I couldn't come on your show, I said, uh, I better read this now. And, and it's just, I, I hope you sent it to me as an exemplar of just how asinine and, and sophomoric the mainstream media has become. This piece by Anthea Butler at MSNBC that puts you as the boogeyman of Christianity Christian nationalism with some kind of photoshopped crucifix, some rosary in your hand. I mean, this is part of the demonization of your fellow American. But let's remind Anthea Butler and MSNBC what civilization they they actually live in. You live in Western civilization, which is Christian which is Judeo-Christian, which is based upon the Westphalian nation-state system. So you actually, if you don't want to live in a nation-state system that is Christian, where Christian nationalists are the identity bedrock of the civilization since 1648 and prior to that, uh, well, maybe you should go somewhere else that isn't defined by Christian nation states like uh, Somalia or China. So this this is beautiful, Steve. This is an example of they are losing. If, if Steve Bannon, a cradle Catholic, and the photoshopped image of him holding a rosary is all they've got, then I think we can say we've already won. What do you think, Steve? I think it's moving in the right direction. Like I said, the Judeo-Christian West is the substrate of our civilization. And I say, after they get defeated, you know, remember the Tories, the Tories left. Hey, a bunch of the Tories went to Canada or back to Britain. Hey, we're, we, you know, go with God. We'll help you. We'll help you leave. Go, you know, go. You don't, go you don't have to. The point here, the go point with, is. Go with our blessing. You, you don't have to be a Christian to live in America. 
But if you don't understand that American values, since those documents were debated in Independence Hall, are Christian values, then you're just an imbecile. You're just a clinical moron, okay? Get, get with the program. Don't be like Sam Harris. Don't say that dead children in the basement of Hunter Biden doesn't matter because that way lies tyranny. And that's what you're going to hear tonight. Don't be Sam Harris. Don't be Anthony, uh, Anthea Butler. And please don't be uh, the mastermind who is Karine Jean-Pierre. She's the Zen master. Uh, how did people get to the podcast? How did they get to the radio show? How did they get to your social media? You're all over the place, sir. Yeah, we, we are everywhere except the fascistic YouTube. So just follow us, Truth Social, Twitter, sebgorka.com. If you want to have an exclusive insight into uh, the president of the United States, exclusive interview with uh, my old boss, your old boss, President Trump, in the book, The War for America's Soul. And of course, the hottest thing right now, guys, put me back on camera. I my, my team thought this was too edgy. When I mentioned it on my show, we literally couldn't make them fast enough. I designed this two weeks ago. The FBI, Biden's Gestapo, this mug, this wow. T-shirt. If you want to stand up to the police state that is is raiding Mar-a-Lago, go to SebGorkaStore.com, the, the hottest item, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorkaStore.com. Let the world understand what your values are and wear your America First pride on your chest and when you drink your coffee every single day. Seb, thank you so much. And by the way, that comes from a guy that's trained thousands of fbi special agents thank it's you it's saddening so, uh, thank you steve thanks brother let's play the cold open we got two cold opens for for james o'keefe i got to play the let's play the compilation for i bring james on it is the video that has parents in Greenwich calling for investigations after a video appears to show a woke assistant principal, Jeremy Boland, talking about discriminatory hiring practices against people of the Catholic faith or conservative or anyone he didn't believe was progressive. This video secretly recorded by Project Veritas. Project Veritas. Project Veritas. Project Veritas. But their assistant principal will not be at his school. Greenwich School Superintendent Dr. Tony Jones addressed the video she also says the district intends to do a full investigation. The email goes on to read, we do not support any opinions that promote discriminatory hiring practices based on race, religion, gender, or age in any way. And we want to remind our entire community that our curriculum policies and procedures are strictly enforced by our board. It is unacceptable that any public institution engages in this conduct. This is what these schools are doing to your kids. Okay, welcome back. Uh, James, I got to tell you, I told you the other day when the thing came on, it was going to be explosive, but man, was it, it was everywhere. And the war room uh, played a small part in that. The whole posse after you came on the other day, everybody started putting it out. But man, that thing went mega viral. What an impact. Give us an update, sir, on uh, on what happened at the COBS, was it the COS COB uh, Cos elementary Cob. school with the assist, assistant principal? Yep, COS COB is part of Greenwich, Connecticut. Everyone knows Greenwich, western part of the state. Uh, breaking news, the Attorney General of the state of Connecticut, hot off the press, um, Andrew Tong, is launching an investigation invoking civil rights authority. Just made the announcement in the state and um, to investigate potential illegal discrimination and other actionable conduct. This is the tape 
of the assistant principal saying he doesn't hire Catholics, he doesn't hire anyone over the age of 30. This is not a low-level guy. This is the assistant principal of the public school in Greenwich, Coscob, Connecticut, saying that he discriminates against people due to their race, or due to ethnicity, and due to their age. So this, this video has been covered by every local TV station in the state of Connecticut. Even Senator Richard Blumenthal is supporting this Project Veritas investigation. That should definitely, Steve, uh, make your audience uh, evoke audible gas. But this is what we do, Steve. We, we, we do work that I think brings consensus. This is not a left or right wing thing. This is just abuse of power of, of a principal in a school district breaking the law and we uncovered it and we have another tape coming out right now in, in New York City. So uh, part of an ongoing series. This is what's amazing. I mean, Greenwich is one of even the Republicans up there are super liberal. This one most liberal. And, and what I heard, you had the parents outside. I mean, this investigation has actually brought people together because this is yeah. not what even even moderate Democrats. I mean, there's some wild people on the on the progressive side and the teachers unions. But parents don't want this. I mean, they were shocked by the whole thing, not just the Catholics and the discriminate. I mean, about how the insidious were going to form their minds and the parents aren't going to know about it. You've got liberal parents up there. Their heads are blowing up, sir. Yes, this is one of those issues that we're very divided in this country um, on so many things. And our media tends to contribute to that. But when it comes to this issue, their mothers are very upset when their children are targeted. And what this guy says is that we are trying to uh, do things in a subtle way. And listen, if this guy wants to do this business of, of indoctrinating children, and I say be open about it. Just shout it from the rooftops. Why are you hiding this information? Um, so, yes, Steve, I, I, I confronted this guy in Port Chester, New York, which borders Greenwich, uh, just two days ago. You mentioned you really like that clip. Um, I don't know if you have it up, uh, queued up here, but I walked. Yeah. Do we? Do we? Do we? Do we have enough time to play the clip? Or I'll play it on the other side. Yeah. Right now, let's go ahead and play it. Let's play the clip. No. We don't. Okay, hang on. I want I, the clip is so good, and Andrew Breitbart was so proud of you. I want to play it in, in its entirety. Just a real quick update. What's the status of the assistant principal as we speak right now, James? He has been placed on leave. He, he is no longer showing up to school. And the attorney general has now launched an investigation and, and, and civil rights enforcement authority, which is a newly uh, authority under Connecticut state law. We have the selectman, the mayor of Greenwich, launching an investigation. The Board of Education has launched an investigation. The, the Connecticut Education Association has put out a statement warning all the teachers and principals in Connecticut to be on the lookout for me. Uh, rather than expect <laughs> bad behavior, they don't want to get caught. So... Uh, Blumenthal, Senator Blumenthal, I'm reading it. Let me read the statement on the air. This is United please, States Senator Richard Blumenthal, no friend of Steve Bannon or James O'Keefe, you would think, but he's a friend of me here. Quote, this country was built on religious tolerance. Religious discrimination is inexcusable and, and illegal. Of course, I support a full investigation. So the United States Senator from Connecticut has requested wow. investigation. Okay, we're going to take a short break. Remember, there were three things, no Catholics. No Christians. Anybody could identify as Christian, and nobody over thirty. I mean, he had age. He had he had uh, the, the what? Still two thirds of the country, seventy five percent of the country, uh, are, are Christians. We're gonna take a short break. We're gonna play when we get back. What James O'Keefe is best at? He confronted this guy at a restaurant the other night. You've got to see it. We're gonna play the whole tape and have James O'Keefe's commentary. We return in the war room. It's all started 
everything's begun and you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Now, take a minute and go to this website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find a ready-hour, three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. It's what I call inflation-fighting food. This kit is packed with emergency meals, the kind that stay fresh for up to 25 years. And these meals not only stay fresh, they stay affordable too. That's because right now, my Patriot Supply is giving you $250 off this three-month kit. Get it, and you're guaranteed affordable meals when food prices get completely out of control. In other words, you'll lock in the affordable food for years to come. When you're ready for real preparedness, make sure to look for Ready Hour Foods from my Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com and save 250 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit. It ships fast and it ships free. Get yours now, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Action, action, action. It's arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. What are you going to do? Yeah. Because if you trespass, you're going to get locked up. We're going to get locked up. Hi, you Jeremy Boland? I am. Uh, assistant principal, Costco. How, how do we know this? Uh, we know this because you're caught in a hidden camera video uh, saying that you uh, don't hire Catholics. Is it ethical to discriminate against people due to their religion? This violates Connecticut law. Statute for, I'm sorry? Why does it need to stop? I'm telling you it needs to stop. What are you going to do? Well, I'm a journalist. I'm asking questions. So you you, you want me to stop asking questions? I didn't agree to that. Well, you agreed to speak to this individual and tell her that you don't hire Catholics. It's a private conversation. So is it true that what you said, you don't hire Catholics? I'm going to walk with you. So um, he said it's a private conversation. A private conversation. Let's take a look here. So what you do, the Catholics, we're journalists, we're, we're doing a story. We don't hire Catholics. You don't, he's a principal at Greenwich Schools, and he's saying you don't hire people based upon their religion. Oh, expose them. So we're exposing them. I don't know what this is, but you guys aren't allowed to Jeremy Bolt. The police have showed up here, so we're, 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 having a, we're having a situation. Here we go. Why are you filming me? I guess we, we have a person who's not a fan of Project Veritas here. Well, so all your cameras and so microphones, you said she's yeah. the manager. Don't, yeah. don't go in there. Because no. if you trespass, you're going to get locked up, and I'm pretty sure you're going to be on the news as well. We're going to get locked okay. up. 
If you trespass, yes. Yes. I'm I, I have. We, we have not trespassed. We're well, staying on public property. Know. Okay. You're right, not allowed to legally know. do any photography without our permission. So inside this business. How about this parking lot? You're no longer accepted in there. So how can I get? A, how can I walk without, sir? Threaten to put us in jail. We will be reaching out to this police station for comment for threatening to jail journalists for asking questions. Okay, welcome back. All I can say, James O'Keefe, is that um, Andrew Breitbart would be so proud of uh, you, what you've created, what you've done, the impact you've had. You now can teach master classes to all the media. I don't know why ABC and NBC, why are these people not doing this? This is, invest, and this brought this community together. It's brought the community together because the parents, even liberal parents, they, they don't want this. They don't want somebody behind the scenes that are not tr trying to form their kids. And they certainly don't want them discriminating outright against people for their religious beliefs. And I, I think even more importantly, or as importantly, members of that community is people over the age of 30. Right. They want the best teachers. They want great teachers. So, well, James, you walk us to walk us through that hit in the restaurant, because that was that was that was pure James O'Keefe. Well, the guys, the, you know, the, he's standing near, near the bar. We walk in and I say and he says, you know, you can't do this. What are you doing? And I, I, I thought I what I should have said is, what do you mean? You shouldn't discriminate against people due to their religion. But I said, what are you going to do? Is I don't know if this guy's going to hit me or. You know, sometimes when you confront these people and they're caught in the moment, they're just sort of they, their brain has, freezes. But I did want to raise one point about journalism, Steve, because the attorney general obviously has come out now of Connecticut and said he's going to launch an investigation. Froze. OK. We're still here. We only got yeah, there, there we are. We got you, James. Keep going. Uh, attorney general of Connecticut said yesterday, quote, I think there's something really wrong with vigilante journalism, and I don't think it should be celebrated. This is a guy named Tong. Uh, 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 William Tong said, quote, there are no rules when somebody engages in Wild West vigilante journalism and tries to entrap somebody. So Tong is saying that I'm a vigilante journalist and it shouldn't be celebrated. But Steve Bannon, is Tong, is Tong suggesting I should not have exposed this guy? Because now he's launching an investigation. He should be thanking us. But not for Project Veritas, they wouldn't know about this religious discrimination and age discrimination. So some really strange statements out of the office of the attorney general. No, no, no. But here, here let me say something. We've got a couple of minutes. But the hidden camera and those types of things used to be standard. They're too lazy. People, and this is why I admire you, and Matthew Tierman had a chance to talk to some of your, your, your troops last week. They don't. People don't understand the level of discipline and work and effort that has to go in this. They don't do it anymore because they're lazy. They control narrative. It's all about controlling narrative and not about getting to the work. What I think is so impressive about you and your team, you will do the work. If people, This stuff is so hard to do, and mainstream media used to do it all the time. They don't do it anymore because it's, it's too much work. It's too much discipline. And I think that's why you're to be applauded. I, I, I don't think that this is why they're liberals. In the, look, Blumenthal is a Trump hater a Bannon hater, a War Room hater, and a James O'Keefe hater, and he's out there praising what you did because they understand politically they have to get in front of this because this is a thing that goes over politics, James O'Keefe. Yeah, and and um, you know that's what it's all about. It's it's about forming consensus on this issue. Uh, but but you're right, Steve. It's hard. It, it, the, the discipline of verification, that is, getting it on video, is what separates what we do from propaganda. 
Um, and yesterday I did an interview with News 12 Connecticut, largest TV station in the state. And they spent the entire interview asking me, did I edit the tape? I said, well, it's in context. You see the guy's face. You guys edit your reports all the time. And I said, if you guys were doing your job and actually going out and getting this information, there wouldn't be a need for James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. But in, the, in a world where nobody does any investigative reporting or show you any tape of anything, and that's what we're going to do. So the attorney general has done an about face, all us vigilante journalists. Now they're investigating the incident. James, we've got to bounce. How do people get to Veritas and how do they support you, sir? Well, for those of you watching, Veritas tips at protonmail.com. That's V-E-R-I-T-A-S tips at protonmail.com. Go to our website. Call us on Signal. If you're a teacher, if you see some corruption in your school, be a whistleblower. Expose it. Come to us and share these videos. We have a new one coming out right now in New York City. Just as shocking. Many more coming, and uh, stay tuned. We'll have James on tomorrow with this new one. James O'Keefe, thank you very much. Honor to have you on here. Thanks. Okay, we're going to do the pre-buttle for the uh, for the Biden speech on fascism. We're going to start with Eric Prince, and we're going to go to the number one uh, talk show host, the, the 12 to 3 shift up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. We're going to hear about uh, Biden only drew 275 people the other day. President Trump's scheduled to draw 15,000 on Saturday. Stick around. The next hour is going to be lit, and we got a very special guest. You'll find out all next in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store. 
VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. 